What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Crystal, not Chrissy, not Chris, not your contagious. See you later. I don't want what you got. <laughs> and this is Rita's Room, where we gas up the past, navigate our present to accelerate into the future. Now, I know that's not the real words to the song. <laughs> Just did a little remix, you know, for, you know, the Corona, Rona, Rona. Hey, yo, uh, y'all ever noticed that um, Ron Isley's signature um, and all of their songs is... <laughs> that's neither here or there. That's just, you know, an observation or whatever. Um, and today, um, I'm just going to have a little fun with you guys. Um, fun, but also, you know, you know, I always got to bring it home in a full circle for real about you know what it's really about for real um so i'm gonna let you guys in on what i've been watching since being quarantined and due to you know um, everything else being shut down due to the you know coronavirus being spread or whatever um and this is in no particular order um and you guys know like i'm like a throw back queen you know i can sit here and watch all the old tv shows and all the old movies like from our childhood like back to back to back and never get tired of it i'm not sure if it was just the quality was just better or you know does that time because because it's associated with your childhood you feel me um it brings you comfort because you know childhood was much easier and you ain't had to pay bills and shit and you wasn't stressed out and all of that you know but um either way like i'm the throwback queen and the first um the first thing that i've been watching um since being quarantined is the parkers and it's like i know that's the most random show right we had a parker hey yo one another thing too like the theme songs from back in the day used to always be on point like like they could be like whole tracks for that time period for that could be like an actual song or whatever but i digress so i think um i've been watching the parkers um it's available on youtube uh i think what brought what brought the parkers to my mind was um i watched this video um and there's a couple of youtube channels who are actually doing this like um it's like comedy hype i know bet has this like um this this like series on its like youtube page of like discovering or like basically where they like take artists or like actresses like from the past who used to be hot like on 106 and park and they find out what they've been doing with their life or whatever so i think one of those um channels did like um they did like uh, where are they now for countess vaughn who played kim on the parkers and um or like undiscovered or like an unsung but for actresses or whatever and um that's what brought it back to my you know remembrance or whatever so then i just went down the rabbit hole you know what i mean and um <clears throat> yo i've been getting my life for real for real like the park watching the park is it reminded me of a time in tv where um well a time in black tv specifically that you know they weren't afraid to show black people in a lot of different facets like they weren't worried about people saying oh black people you're misrepresenting black people for being fat or for being too ghetto or for being bougie or for being you know drug you know drug users like they were willing to show like a uh, a diversity of, of of black experiences um for real for real and i think that's what's kind of missing from 
TV today and movie black t- and black movies today is um, I, I feel like a, I feel like a lot of the stories that they're telling to today they're okay, but a lot of them are trying their darndest. I feel like to appeal to white audiences or to uh, or to like give white people a glimpse into like we're not all we're not all this way or we're not all you know you know we're not all bad or we're not all from the hood or whatever and that's good because not all black people are from the hood you feel me um those voices and those stories deserve to be told you know as well but it's almost like the shows are kind of made for like a white gaze in a sense you know what i mean <laughs> grownish anyway um why am i shading grown that's a little kid show for real for real but you get what i'm trying to say it's still true nonetheless but um going back to the park is it came out during this time period where black tv was just on just on the rise for real for real and it was this was the time that i grew up the park is aired from 1999 to 2004 and it was actually a spinoff of another show um moesha and um you know on moesha kim played uh countess vaughn played uh, moesha's best friend who was like the the bigger loud mouth kind of airhead type of you know you know type of you know girl whatever and it's very rarely right that they would take that you would get a spinoff um and the spinoff like have as much success as the original show you know what i mean so i feel like that's definitely props to countess and monique just their you know their timing or whatever the case and you know i'm kind of like a a tv like nerd or whatever you know I, i like to know like who's running the behind the scenes director creators writers and things like that we have to we have to thank one man well uh, i think it's like a brother duo like two brothers um who gave us moesha the parkers and the proud family a lot of y'all probably don't even notice or realize that basically the proud family ain't nothing but the cartoon version of moesha you feel me like um of course moesha is penny you feel me the main character dijanae is uh kim um Hakeem is sticky you know um you know Kim always um running after sticky but he don't want to I mean Kim always running after Hakeem um just the way that Dijanae is you know always running after sticky um you just throw in a white girl for real you throw in a Hispanic girl um yeah so they got kind of some some of the same like um you know some of the same uh arcs if that makes sense you feel me but it's because they come from the same um like these brothers it's like ralph and kurt farquhar farquad or whatever i think it's farquhar where um ralph typically um like produces the show and kurt will normally do like the score for the show so if you listen to moesha well not really moesha because they changed up a little bit but the parkers and the um the proud family like theme songs like they kind of sound a little similar they got that futuristic saucery saucery type of r&b feel to it you know because they were composed by the same person so um so yeah like you know the parkers documents 
um, you know, Nikki um, going back to college and she she's actually going back to college, you know, with, you know, her daughter, Kim. And it just documents like the misadventures, you know, that comes along with that. And, you know, Nikki's a no nonsense type of, you know, woman grown, always drinking Alizé for real with the updos. You feel me? Hey, yo, Monique Hay used to be laid the fuck out for real, for real. Um, and it's just a really good like a really good and funny show like you know they got their little catchphrases dang mama and um what's the other one hey hey i'm probably not doing it my voice not high enough for real for real um but one thing i really liked um one thing i really liked about this show that i saw that was amongst all of the all of the like shows from the past like that is how they combined whenever they had like a show like with an all-black cast they somehow would incorporate whoever was hot or whoever was up and coming on these tv shows like for an episode you know like the kids would want to go to a concert but they had to sneak out or something like that or you know oh somebody's performing at a poetry whatever like when it, like the parkers had like little zane um i think little kim was on there uh tweet is it tweet i might be i might be um whatever but um if you follow even like the same thing with the proud family for real for real um you know they was um debuting a lot of like groups alicia keys had her own you know cartoon you feel me um this group called as yet or something i might be i might be like um butchering these names for real for real but that was that, that was the thing you could see that tv and music was doing like this merger for real for real where they were helping each other out it's like we're both marketing to you know young black people let's help each other out let's i'm gonna promote my group promote my music on your show you feel me and hopefully whoever if i'm hot enough you know that'll garner more viewers to your show so it was it was just um a really good balancing act um i feel like that i'm glad that the parkers incorporated that and plus countess could really really sing kim like she could sing sing um i'm not sure if y'all know that uh <laughs> if y'all know that clip of like uh i think they're on i think she's on arsenio with usher with him in a white beater and some khakis and her you know with some contacts <laughs> well it's either sinbad or arsenio and like they doing like a runoff or whatever i know the boy like reggie from instagram like you know did a remake of it or whatever but um she was singing like she was like you know a singer singer and um she was the lead on a um tv show which wasn't um which was unprecedented at that time you know she was bigger you feel what i'm saying she didn't necessarily have the look quote unquote they even covered that topic in one of the um the episodes where freestyle unity which is the group with t and stevie and kim they were trying to get a record deal and um uh the record producer played by kalita smith she was like oh yeah well basically y'all need like a latin feel because j-lo is hot right now you know blah 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 so um t uh t and stevie basically chose the latin girl over kim because you know she was prettier or she fit the mainstream whatever whatever but then um i forget how that and that episode ended up happening or whatever but i think that that um the fact that they co they covered that because that's what actually happens in real life even to this day you know i just feel like it spoke it speaks to just the them understanding like the times and not only the times but understanding like 
kids or teenagers at that time for real um and yeah the podcast is just hilarious like hilarious like so so funny um you know Kim, Kim was definitely my favorite I mean Nikki was funny too and I think pairing them together was very smart you can see the um show kind of go through a transition I haven't watched the whole thing I'm probably like one like uh the end the end of season two but it's even dip, like even the two seasons are drastically different um you know what I mean from each other and um of course this is where Monique got a big break you know and I, I always love uh, Monique you know um just funny just like this black people funny type you know what I mean like the first episode when Nikki trying to join the sorority you feel what I'm saying um with Kim I forget the KKKs or the AAAs or whatever not the KKKs it's not it's not the KKKs hold up it's AAA triple A or whatever and um one of the line sisters basically was like kissing ass to like um you know the the like the the older the big sisters or whatever and they nicknamed her kiss ass and throughout the whole episode whenever she would like you know be all up under the big sister i'd be like shut up kiss ass shut up kiss ass like that shit is funny <laughs> just small it, it's it's a cute funny right the paul kiss is like cute funny you know like you never like gut busting like you know ha 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 i mean you're really not gut busting at anything for real nowadays but it was like a cute funny like a chuckle like a chuckle type of show and um i feel like it did waves for you know um for tv even though it was on upn channel 24 you know um now before i move on to the um, to ne- the next show i've been watching uh plays a plays a part in your psyche you feel what i'm saying like it gets whatever you you're basically like you ever heard the saying like um you know the the eyes are the windows to the soul or whatever so you really do got to be careful about what you put in you know in front of you for real for real um or at least just have some type of balancing act you know um but um i wanted to say something about upn the the station that it was on upn um did wonders for black tv period and um i feel like it kind of got shat on a little bit well i know one person specifically who shat on it it was kind of like a joke but he was dead serious was my man bernie mac rest in peace when he was talking about him um wanting to get a show and how he didn't want it to be on um you know upn or none of the other you know low budget channels or whatever and his actually ended up getting up on you know um you know fox or whatever and um you know growing up i really didn't watch the bernie mac show like that um um not because you know i wasn't funny or whatever just because it wasn't funny it's just because of like the the time period you feel me like um I don't know wasn't nobody really watching Fox like that like wasn't no young people watching Fox except for like when the Simpsons came on or something um but all the young black women were watching UPN UPN had what Moesha it had the Parkers it had you um girlfriends it it had um half and half it had Eve it had cuts it had all of us it had one-on-one you feel me um and it's probably something that i'm even missing for real for real um but all of those shows geared towards young black people for real and they were funny and the situations that they put themselves that they put the characters in were realistic and relatable and um the characters were realistic and relatable you know um nikki being like a single mom you feel me um they put something in about you know her and the dad going back and forth you know but it wasn't like it wasn't like um 
it wasn't like disturbing it was just it was just amount of everything like real life scenarios that real life children go through and still do go through so that's why all of those shows for real are timeless that you can sit back and you can watch them and and never get tired of it the jokes are funny the messages are clear and um you know um it just reminded me of my childhood for real for real um <laughs> the park is yeah so if y'all get a chance you know check it out on youtube for real for real um so moving on so the next thing that i've been watching um number two is um i've been watching old episodes of real housewives of atlanta <laughs> now i know it's like crystal you just contradicted yourself like a motherfucker because how you gonna say yeah the soul the windows to the windows to the wall your eyes are you know your eyes are like the you know the soul what is it the, your eyes are the windows to your soul and then you're going to talk about some reality TV, which is a lot of people think reality TV is the bane of, um, you know, of black television. That that's why a lot of white people think the way that they think about black people is because, you know, they're misrepresenting us on housewives and love and hip hop. And um, I feel like it's another one that I can't. It's really those two for real, for real. And, um, you know, they kind of right. I mean, but I want people to stop being so obsessed about caring about what white people think. It's like, y'all be like just handing your power over to people that y'all don't even know for real, for real. And it's like, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't like people who think that way. Oh, we gotta, oh, we gotta, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like it. Um, but Real Housewives, y'all know, uh, I started watching Housewives probably, uh, probably maybe like season five it's on season 12 right now maybe season five or season six and um so i was a late like i was a late comer but i've been sticking with it ever since for real and um you know i watched this week's the like the most uh recent episode um for real for real and a lot of people uh were taking like nini's side for real um because it's like oh well kenya she's unbearable for real but in actuality if you watch this show from the beginning now i didn't i didn't watch season one and season two i just couldn't get it in couldn't get like into it but i know pretty much like what happened for real i started watching it um season three and i'm like right on the reunion part of season three and um you know nini and kenya are like two sides of the same coin for real for real they're like the exact same person like i feel like they suffer from the same type of like personality disorder and they treat people the same way it's just that um nini is funnier than kenya so we like uh you know we, we like her more because you know her jokes and her facial expressions and her hearty her hearts and moving her jaw and stuff you know and she's been there longer so you know of course you know she's going to be more so like the fan favorite but going back one thing that i realized um season three is where <laughs> first of all <laughs> first of all okay season three season three was a good season for real so you had candy who um came on on season you know two um you had kim zolziak who was trying to become a pop star honey you had um uh sheree who was dating dr tai who wasn't really a doctor who go and saw her talking about yeah are you she gonna say are you really a doctor he said well are you really a woman i said honey child but anyway um you had phaedra and cynthia phaedra and cynthia were the newbies on this season and um 
Wait, I think it was six of them. So Phaedra and Cynthia were new. Um, Kim, Nene, Sheree, and I feel like I'm missing one more person. And Candy and Candy. So it was those six. Those were the housewives for that season, and it was just so funny. <laughs> funny from kim uh from kim trying to become a uh you know a recording star to candy actually you know helping her make that nut ass song tardy for that party and then kim trying to make another song and the producers like in the uh <laughs> the producers in the album are looking at each other like what the fuck are we doing here like candy like you write hits baby what is why is you playing why is you why is you playing in the sandbox right now you feel me and then um you know i forgot i forgot all about miss lawrence um who used to do charade's hair but now like he's on like um star like getting his acting i always like miss lawrence like i've always just wanted him to like you know just to win like you know because he was like um trying to become a singer and candy helped him out and he had like a really really good deep voice you know so i'm i'm really he's one of the people that like i'm super super glad that he like made it out of the housewife like shadow or whatever and um yeah it was just funny like uh <laughs> i remember um when this was the when phaedra came on she was pregnant with um aiden and um <laughs> and i'm sorry for y'all who don't watch real housewives for real but for those of y'all who do y'all it's it's all it's a it's a nice trip down memory lane for real because you can really see how everybody you know done grown in some areas how much plastic surgery they done got because they done all had some type of work done probably you know with the exception of candy for real um but yeah um uh when they were at Phaedra's baby shower um Phaedra like had some like ballet dancers or something and you know and I went, Kim's face Kim White Kim Zoziac honey when she saw them twirling down the aisle she she, she looked and she like just gives the dumbest stare ever yo I wanted to scream and then she talked about yeah I thought I was at the effing nut nutcracker you know and this is for a boy like it, what are you doing <laughs> just the commentary alone will put you in stitches honey like seriously and then the, um the time that um Kim invited Nene on the tour bus. You know, uh, Kim had went on tour with, with Candy to different clubs and stuff to promote the second single. And Nene talking about some, yeah, girl, you only going up there and singing a song. You acting like you're so tired, girl. You get up there and sing one song. What you got to be tired for? She's like, yeah. Do you really think, you know, do you really think that that's all that goes into it? She, I mean, yeah. You go up there, you, you lip sync to the track, and then you come down. What do you mean? Candy's doing the hard work. <laughs> Nene was a trip <laughs> but also though right one thing that I saw about Nene and she's always been this way ever since then Nene is a manipulator and she likes to be in charge of her friends and I and I and I'm glad Sh Sheree you know said that like in the conf confessional um you know this is the beginning of Nene's and Cynthia's friendship and her and Greg were having a lot of problems, you know, talking about divorce and things. And she would call Cynthia all the time, you know, all hours of the night and day. And I think Cynthia being this super, super empathetic and kind person. Now, I will say this. This kind of surprised me. When I was 
when I was re-watching everything, I never really liked Cynthia. For I just thought she was a follower and she don't have a mind of her own. She don't stand up for herself, all of that. But going back to the very, very beginning, I'm actually a lot like Cynthia. Um, in ways, not in all ways or whatever, but in ways. Just, be, just the empathy part and um, I guess a little bit of how she was processing things a little bit. A little bit. You know, sometimes she could be a little naive as well, but... Um, Nini's calling her telling her all her problems so Cynthia is taking that as well if well if she's doing this then um you know we must really be friends or she must really like look at me to be somebody that she can trust in that way you feel me so we're really developing a friendship here but I don't think I think Nini was seeing it that way but I think Nini just needed somebody to talk to and she needed somebody that you know um who was you know kind and wasn't going to give her too much you know you know backlash and things like that so Cynthia's thinking that they're building a friendship because she keeps calling her but really Nene just needs an outlet any outlet would have done maybe except Kim for real because she ain't really respect her um <laughs> hold on. a monkey in a wig but um <laughs> uh but um but you could see that dynamic of um of um nini just trying to overshadow cynthia and cynthia not even realizing what's happening because you know she's just happy to have a friend she had just moved you know from um new york you know to come to atlanta to come be with peter who she was with for three years and then you know they got married and things like that cynthia should have never married peter um if you if you watch that entire season i forgot all about it i i just really didn't like how peter was talking to her I, I don't I don't he was very condescending um like he now I kind of I, I don't know it's something about older black men for real for real. older black men who are like chatty like super super who like just talk a lot it's such a turn off not like a not something even in like attractiveness but it's just like I don't even want to be around that like most of the men that you know you know that I was raised by more so like my granddad for real they didn't talk much they were just doers you feel what I'm saying not saying that they shouldn't talk or they shouldn't have an opinion or whatever the case but I just always find it very odd when like men are like super super chatty and like into women's business and have an opinion on every single thing like I don't know that's a foreign concept to me and Peter was one of those type of guys that always just had to have a say so and he wanted control over over Cynthia that's one thing that um I feel like Cynthia sur surrounded herself with people who wanted to control her and uh, Peter was not a good guy in the beginning he was all about money you feel what I'm saying um I feel like it wasn't about love like you know he it, it what had to be his way or not you feel me like he had a problem with Nene calling all hours of the night um and that put Cynthia in a weird place so basically he was like yeah tell her to stop calling because when I come home from work I want you all to myself basically Some, something along those lines um and I I get what he was getting at but it was more so out of control rather than like just you know you know like hey like babe like I need you like hey like you know hey I really want to spend time with you it wasn't out of love it was like you gonna do what I say you know what I mean it's like and I think Cynthia is the type of person that shuts down in that type of conflict now um 
I be, and I think she knows what she wants to say because she would always say her piece of what she was trying to say, but people like Peter and people like Nini will always get loud and over talk her. But all of the points that she would say will be valid, valid points. Cynthia has always been able to, you know, stand up for herself and make logical arguments. But when you're around people like Nini and when you're around people like Peter who basically don't have the emotional intelligence to really tackle a problem you know with logic and with care and with grace for real for real sometimes it's like okay why am I even wasting my breath and I think that Cynthia got into the pattern of that um and I think sometimes I get into the pattern of that like just not saying things for real for real and I know some people who used to know me like girl what you always used to say you know whatever I mean in a sense in a sense yeah I mean but at the same time like you know at the same time like you I don't know like for certain 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 instances certain people it's like you you know that they're not going to be able to to meet you where you are so you don't even try and and they think that they're winning the argument or winning the debate or they they have an upper hand in the situation because they're louder they they stated their opinion more loudly and it's like no you feel me no so I think my takeaway from watching Real Housewives for real is being able to really find your voice um and being able to look at like a you know just look at things from a different angle for real for real like at first I thought I'm like most I'm like Candy but Candy's been very messy from the very beginning they be like oh she don't stay in drama Candy stays in drama she stays in trauma she stays going back running telling somebody else what somebody else done said and you know you know all of the above you know I thought I was like her but I was more so I'm more so like um Cynthia Cynthia she don't bother nobody for real and um a lot of people got a lot of opinions about her well, if you were me well, if I was you if you you know if I was your girlfriend you'd have to be da, 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 da. I don't even know why those songs just be popping in my head I'm trying to tell y'all but yeah um don't let people walk over you and um and even though you know what you want to say you feel me it's not about and it's not even about rehearsing what you got to say or whatever the case it's just be firm in who you are be firm on where you stand on things and I think that's one thing that I can applaud Cynthia for is that she's gotten progressively better at okay even if they try to out talk me or even if they try to like out you know brawn me I'm still going to say what I say what I have to say and I'm going to stand on it I'm not going to well the friendship well you know Peter was under a lot of stress well I'm not going to make excuses for him say what you have to say and stand on it because basically you treat you you teach people you feel me how to how to treat you basically so yeah that's my that's my second little nugget for real for real um um for number three um is this show called little fires everywhere that just came on Hulu um and it stars Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Washington and yo like just see, upon seeing the um like the previews for it's a newer show and um I just knew I was gonna love it because I loved Reese um first from Legally Blonde you feel me my sister used to watch that all the time you know growing up and um Reese and and um 
Nicole and Zoe and um, all the other ladies. I can't think of their real names right now. Kicked ass and Little Big Lies um, that came on HBO um, a few years ago. They they and I rarely ever watch shows with an all white cast or that just has a one person of color in it. I very very rarely watch it because it's like okay, I get the story y'all trying to tell here, you know. But that show was so good and so well written and so well like all the actors were just like killing it you know i loved it and um you know carrie you know carrie been my girl for a minute you know since um since uh you know save the last dance when she was uh, rocking the marge simpson you feel what i'm saying the holla 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 do i know him yeah i know him that's my brother that's my brother hey you come white so you gotta be right that's what she meant by you up in our world yo carrie trying to play a ghetto girl hilarious <laughs> so yeah like i like those actresses i think that they do really um i th think they do really good work and um it's based off of a, uh, a novel a lot of people have um read the novel already and they uh you know they kind of spoiling it a little bit because they're like, oh this is what happened so basically the premise is um carrie and her daughter moved to this um town in ohio which is like a uppity you know type of neighborhood carrie lives in her car she's an artist and i guess she, um her and her daughter moved from town to town town to town like doing work or whatever or like she does projects or what have you or art galleries or paints or whatever um so she rents this apartment or townhouse from um reese witherspoon who owns it with her and her husband and um um you know reese has you know four kids you know they're all like teenagers um were in high school high school age and up and um basically the show is documenting like it's a show about like race classism and about um i think motherhood you feel what i'm saying it's like a show definitely a show like for women or whatever and Car carrie's character is so mysterious even up it's only on episode four right now i still don't know what motivates her you know what i mean i know she loves her daughter i know she's serious about her art i know she's serious about sticking it to the man in a sense but i still don't know what motivates her and reese on the other hand is all about like family you know appearing to be a certain way you know um you know just living this humdrum white picket fence type of life and um you know reese has a daughter who doesn't want that at all and carrie's daughter carrie's daughter um doesn't want the life that carrie's provided so it's like they're inverted so carrie's daughter finds solace in reese's family and reese's family um reese's daughter finds solace in, in carrie's character so i'm not going to give too much of it in case y'all want to check it out you feel what i'm saying you know and it's brand new um but i think the little nugget from the little nugget from this show i guess that i'm pulling away from that i'm pulling is um how well written the show is i would assume it's very difficult to 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 take a novel and to you know turn it into like a teleplay or screenplay or whatever but they are taking their time there's like a slow burn feel like there's a little bit of action there's a little bit of you know suspense to it but they are taking their time with like giving these characters an arc and um just a slow burn like giving you it's, the pacing it's the it's well paced and um i love it 
I love it. I, I love when something doesn't rush into anything. I love when some when when a show or a song or a person takes their time to tell the story that they're attempting to tell. It's it's better executed that way. You feel what I'm saying? So that's my other nugget that I um that I pull away from this show is to take your time with whatever you're doing. Don't ever feel rushed to do anything for real. Even 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 amongst chaos. You feel what I'm saying? Even amongst chaos never feel rushed to take your uh to, to to feel rushed with anything to take your time and um you know i'm interested you know possibly in screenwriting you know I've, I've written you know a few you know a few scenes and things like that and um i don't know just watching that show kind of gets you know piques my interest a little bit more to kind of get back to writing for real for real but i think that's like i said that's one thing that i would say um, to you guys on this time is to take your time with um you know whatever you're you know occupying your time with you know um so yeah so number four about what i've been watching um i had been watching like those christian movies like a like a you know um heaven is for real and uh <laughs> um what did i just recently watch breakthrough and um the shack you know what i mean those christian white movies and god is not dead you know um these these are movies that remind me of like if i was still in college this is something that they would probably show for movie night for like crew or something like that and i probably wouldn't go and i would probably like rag on it the entire time um but I, I I've been enjoying the inspiration of it you know the you know the stories um and a lot of them are based like on you know true stories or based on novels that are based on true stories you know whatever um and um I most recently watched Breakthrough um where the sun fell through ice and then the woman the the mom's faith you know basically never wavered in God while everyone else was telling her that her son was gonna die she was she was assured for real she was assured that you know god was going to save her son he was going to recover that the lord was going to do it um and that's basically like the premise of all of these well maybe not all of the um christian movies that i've been watching um because the shack is a little differently i love the shack because um i feel like it if i was like a dad who has i feel like it it, it 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 follows a dad who doesn't have faith his wife has faith but they end up losing their daughter on a camping trip and um basically you know he goes into like a depression or whatever and then the lord um like they they present god in a, in a variety of ways as being a mom a dad he presents the holy spirit jesus and he basically isolate like he gets isolated um like in the shack i guess where like his daughter died and you know he ends up spending like you know time with god and um he just learns a lot about god you know and how it all works and things like that but it's personified it's not like it's not like mystical or anything like that it's it, it's god personified having personality you know what i mean um and you know i normally don't like you know i normally think of these things as like corny you feel what i'm saying but they've been providing some inspiration really um the the themes of these movies of course is to is to magnify god and to tell stories where the impossible you feel me the impossible um was was uh prevalent and present and daunting and how god literally made a way 
out of no way you feel what I'm saying and I think people definitely that's definitely a message that people um you know just definitely need to hear in this time you know that that chaos has always been God's canvas you feel what I'm saying chaos when things are disorderly when things are not working as they properly should or how he originally intended it like uh that's where he's shown the best who he is and what he's able to do that's where God works the best for real for real so um I would definitely encourage you guys to watch some of those Christian movies just just so that your mind isn't um dulled from you know you know all the other shows that you've been watching or the conspiracy theories or you know whatever um and last but not least um what I've been watching this is the fifth one but certainly not least i've been watching a lot of sermons uh specifically from td jakes and um you know pastor darius daniels who you know <laughs> i love him yo <laughs> you know um of course td jakes i'm pretty sure everyone knows um td jakes you know he's like super well known he's you know a chief in the realm of pastoring and preaching and things like that and what he's his and what i i watch a lot of his messages on when i want to know the history of whatever topic he's talking about he walks you through the text and he gives you the layers and the implications and things like that um and um he uh he he um he spoke a sermon um not this past week like when the corona when the quarantine first hit um and he found a passage in the bible that fit exactly what we were going through i think it was like in numbers or something with like the children of israel and moses and something like that he like he was able to i feel like he already had a queued up or something you feel me but i feel like that's just how god works he like you know speaks um you know speaks to a servant you know during times like this so uh, i would definitely tell you guys to watch td jakes um i forget what the um the name of that sermon is but if you go if you just type in td jakes um corona corona uh, sermon it, i'm pretty sure it'll um pop up or whatever and then Darius Daniels, he's um, he's like continuing with his his series called uh, Oil Change. Um, now Darius is able to, um, I feel like he's able to get into your mind. Like he understands how you're approaching God, and he 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 makes sure he makes sure that he 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 um, acknowledges your thought process and how you're feeling, and then he guides you into the correct way of thinking or the correct way of approaching the text and god you feel me um very very um very very profound and very very uh relatable you know what i mean he uses terms and he uses examples a lot of examples that we you know we as young people um and even if you're not young listening to this but you know we as just everyday people can really understand um so so um I know when I said earlier, I was stumbling over, you know, the saying that your eyes are the windows to your soul. Um, but you really do have to be mindful about what you are watching um, during this time period. Um, it's very, very easy and almost natural, really, for us to try to comfort ourselves during this moment, for real. You know what I mean? Um, 
for us to try to comfort one another through food, through sex, through, you know, watching TV. You know, I've been I just listed three shows for real, for real. You know what I mean? But I've been doing my due diligence and pressing and pressing past just being comfortable, pressing past just wanting to have the TV numb me over to 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 one to get into God's word and also to be mindful to put things to put to put things before me that are going to edify and remind me that hey I have a relationship with God that I need to be nurturing during this downtime as well um so yeah don't forget about your relationship with God during this time and also if you don't have a relationship with God now is definitely a good time um to get one because well now is always a good time because he died for you and he loves you and he has a plan and he has a purpose for your life and um, that plan and that purpose is revealed to you step by step as you walk closely you won't know it you won't just get it you just won't get the answer um, from some preacher or you won't just get the answer from one sermon you'll get it from walking hand in hand step by step day by day situation by situation by walking with God by asking him what do you think about this by asking him what does your word say about this by asking him what do I need to adjust um it's a very real time that we living in for real for real but even more real is the God that oversees it I love that challenge he's got the whole world in his hands even though some of them you know are off key <laughs> I love that challenge because he does he does he literally does have the whole world that the earth is still the lord's and the fullness thereof it belongs to him so it's a process to be able to trust his character and to trust his hand to trust that he has good intentions it's a process nobody is just naturally trusting god that's something that has to be worked at and you had the opportune time now to work at it you know not not as many distractions you're not really going out you feel what i'm saying except for those you know essential employees and things like that but now is the time to really um edify that relationship push yourself push yourself push yourself balance and i'm telling you this i'm telling you guys this because and, I, and i'm pretty sure i'll probably grow from this or whatever but there's a balance there's a there, there's definitely a balance for how you can live your life i don't think god wants us to be miserable i don't think god expect expects us to you know um watch him and only him or you know like how you know jehovah's witnesses and um like other sects of um other sects you know believe that you know anything else or anything that's not related to god is of the devil and god banishes it i don't believe that you know i just listed i just listed five things that i've been watching and only two of them are really like god related but think you can you can pull you can pull nuggets from whatever you watch for real when, when you have a heart that's attuned to god when you have a mind that's in, in tune to god but you have but you have to be active in that you can't just be like you can't just be like oh i'll do it another day or, oh i you know i'll you know this has god in it somebody said jesus or they had a church scene on the pocket so that counts no that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is um be careful where you look because what you look at long enough you start to believe in your heart you start to act out you feel what i'm saying so where everybody else is panicking everybody else is worried about having very very you know real issues about where their next meal or their next paycheck is coming from if you look to the hills which is where when we're talking about the lord from which cometh your help 
you'll gain an internal strength you'll gain confidence in god you'll gain confidence in his character gain confidence in his ability not confidence in medicine not confidence in the president not confidence in the the stimulus package you know what i mean like confidence in the source of all things is what's going to carry you through this time so hopefully y'all was entertained you know um through this time for real um and hopefully you guys were able to take something away for real for real and um i know that y'all was feeling that uh <laughs> i know y'all was feeling that intro i just wanted to find a reason to put that um intro on there i heard it one time and it's like oh yeah i definitely gotta use this for the po- uh, podcast for real um but no but the words are true having you there makes a difference where you look makes a difference what you're looking at you know the majority and what you're feeding yourself makes a difference so um attune your eyes to god from for real for real attune your eyes attune your hearts to god for real all right y'all <laughs> that's all i got for real for real i gotta go um you know i gotta go uh i gotta go <laughs> i'll holler at y'all on the next one be safe be blessed all right <laughs>